Okay, good morning, everybody. Happy new week. Um, I hope you're doing amazing. Right next to me, I've got Katie Kay, one of our authors. You can see her amazing um, book and her cards, which I actually have got a deck here, yeah. the Modern Oracle. You know, last time I met you, I will meet you first time in real life, Katie Kay, last um, in, in Brisbane. We had an author's lunch, didn't we? We did indeed. It was a lovely lunch. Yeah, amazing. And um, we got the cards and we're having, we've been having fun ever since, you know, picking out one every um, every other day. And congratulations on writing a book and creating all these products around what you do. Thank you very much. I've, in, I've enjoyed the process. It was good. Yeah, so today, guys, we're here to talk about, you know, and I've read cover to cover Katie's book um, um, and it was super interesting. So we're going to kind of give you like, I get a digested version of all the hot uh, points. Um, it's very curiosity driven because I believe, and I'm sure you do too, Katie, that um, uh, we all have psychic and intuitive powers within us. It's just perhaps we don't know the know-how of how to tap into them, yeah? That is correct. And that's why I wrote the book, to make everything easier. It shouldn't be complicated. Yeah, I love it. But I'll, let me give you guys the official introduction. Katie's official introduction, then we'll get stuck into uh, the amazing tips she's going to give us this morning. So Katie Kay is an international psychic teacher, mentor, and now author. Uh, Katie is the creator of the very popular uh, Modern Oracle deck and the award-winning Oracle deck, The Modern Oracle of Essential Oils. So Katie's first book, The Modern Oracle, How to Tap into Your Unique Psychic Powers, was launched in 2021, so earlier this year, and she quickly became an Amazon number one bestseller. So she was awarded the International Psychics Directory 2015 Psychic People's Choice Award, and she has made it her mission to simplify the ways to develop your intuitive gifts and has created many online courses and meditations to assist with this process. She's very proud of the fact that she has now coached and produced many psych, um, uh, helped um, create many psychic mediums who have then gone on to open their own practices. So you can, uh, um, uh, um, you can read Katie's book and access Katie's um, Oracle uh, decks on her website, but we'll tell you that a little bit later where you can get those things. Now let's get in, stuck into, um, into the content uh, this morning. So tell, talk to me about, you know, maybe give us a little bit about your background story um, in terms of how you got into this because you also had a corporate career and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, tell me a little bit about that so people can catch up as to why you're the expert to talk about this today. Okay, well, uh, it's in my family. Uh, it's genetic. It doesn't have to be for everyone, though. But I grew up with my mother uh, saying, don't do this because this will happen if you do. You can't go there because something's going to happen. And then I followed on and did that with my children. But her mother read uh, coffee cups yeah. and her grandmother uh, did as well and uh, my mother didn't have any formal training but uh, she just used the psychic gift that she had yeah. and uh, then I decided uh, when I did my training that I wanted to know how to use it how to work it how to control it because it just seemed so random to me uh, my um, training was basically mainly done in the UK at the Arthur Finlay College of Mediumship, uh, which yeah. is well renowned and people travel from all over the world to attend that college and learn under the most amazing tutors. 
but I shut down for a while as a child and that's in my book as to why that happened and in hindsight it was probably the best thing because when I was growing up people didn't say they were psychic they didn't talk about it um, it wasn't something that was discussed and the reason my mother didn't do training was there was none available no one gave one-on-one -on -one training there wasn't schools you could go to so she didn't have those options yeah. and uh, there's a lot of people that uh, train but they don't give you everything they don't tell you everything they leave you thinking well, where am I what am I going to do next yeah. so my goal was to make it easier to bring it into this era um, so that, you know, that's why it's the mod I'm the modern oracle, not talking about your dragons or, or any of the medieval stuff. And it's lovely that that's all out there. There's nothing wrong with that. But I deal with, okay, so you need a new car, you're changing jobs, you might be looking at buying a new home, uh, you might be having relationship problems. And you know, when I created my decks, I took into mind after reading for decades that the main questions people asked about were the first one was um, relationships. Second one was, and the relationships could be with a spouse, children, friends, family, anything like that. Second one was health. And that probably should be the first one because without health, you have nothing. Yeah. And, uh, but people will come to you as a last resort with their health or because they're, they're just wanting reassurance about their diagnosis. And I always teach my students, we don't diagnose, we're not doctors. Yeah. The next thing they wanna know about is their career, uh, whether they're studying or not. Uh, the next one is their investments, money, finances. Then the next one is travel, are they gonna go anywhere? Uh, and the final one is spirituality. Uh, where am I at with my gifts? Uh, how do I know how to progress? And so I put cards to cover all those topics in my deck. Then yeah. when the book came, uh, I decided to release a lot of the secrets. Mm. Very cool. Very cool. I love it. When you mentioned travel, I go, so are we going to travel? <laughs> well, we all can do micro travel, you know, around Australia when lockdown's not happening. It's becoming Well, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, like that's how we actually met face to face. And I love it. This The reason I got this deck off you, um, uh, the Modern Oracle deck, uh, is um, because it does have those new age, uh, like it's even got stuff about online. And remember my question when we met, uh, you said, ask your, ask your question and, you know, don't say anything, right? And we pulled out this deck and the, the card that came up and my question was about online because my business has moved from offline to online. And she goes, this wouldn't even come up like, you know, like normally. And it, it was like this online card. And you gave me a little bit of a um, explanation about how things were going to pan out and all that. So it was it was very interesting. And I actually, I had the choice of purchasing one or the other deck and I chose this one because it was like talking to me because I'm like, not that old school. There it is, communication, important news messages, like, an, like you know, uh, yeah. And it's like simple words that are not, yes. like I said to you, this is not woo-woo. This is like, I get these cards, you know what I mean? It's like really, really straightforward. Very mm -hmm. cool. So how does like, you know, how do, and you've made, by reading your whole book, you know, you've made like, it's just almost you've created a framework behind, you know, someone tapping into their intuitive um, power. So where does someone start? 
like how, if they wanted to? Okay, the first thing they need to do is uh, learn to meditate. They don't okay. have to meditate for long periods of time, but what meditation does is it improves your focus. Yeah. It allows you to learn to focus for longer periods of time. And if you are going to connect to the spirit world, you need to hold that link. The link meaning the, um, the attachment, not the attachment, the connection from yeah. one to the other. If your mind's going off like a, a toddler, it's going to be harder for you. So learning meditation. The next thing would be to journal your experiences. And I'm not talking about, you know, today I went to the doctor, that sort of thing. I'm talking about the things that you may have had a feeling something was going to happen. So you journal it. And then you wait to see if it does happen or where you may have misunderstood the signs and symbols or what you received. Sometimes the warnings are gentle and sometimes they're right in your face. So keeping a journal of all the things that happen and your successes and when you got it right allows you to build your confidence and go back and read. Say you're having a bad day and you think something might didn't turn out. You can go back and see where you were right. This is the only field where everyone expects you to be 100% right all the time. Doctors are allowed to make mistakes. You can get a dodgy haircut. Any of those things can happen. But if you go to a psychic, they must be correct the whole way. And the interesting thing is they come to you and they're on a path and you help them get onto the right path for them. But when they leave you, you can't hold their hand. They still have free will and they can do whatever they want to do. And by making changes, they then start a new journey or they prevent something that or minimize something you know you might be uh, set to get a flu but if you take certain actions it can be just a mild cold so it's a bit like that in my world as well finding a tool is another way so the modern oracle is uh, a tool and i um, developed that so that my students could uh, learn quicker and faster yeah. Finding a teacher or tutor that you trust and that you can gel with and is the right one for you. Uh, finding your passion. There's many areas that I cover in the book that tell you all the different gifts that there are out there. And, and uh, you know, the next step is how to develop them further and learning the basics. I didn't learn the basics because I was always doing this work. And so... In my book, you'll see how, um, you know, the rookie mistakes I made where I didn't protect myself because I wasn't thinking about it. And you learn those lessons. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's amazing. I never knew before I met you that someone went to learn how to do this properly, right? Yeah. I thought it's someone like, you know, as you say, it runs through our family or, you know, kind of it's always been around me. And I thought it was that kind of a thing that just kind of occurred. But you're, you're here saying that you, you can, even if you haven't got it in your family, you can go to the right college. I mean, you travel all the way to the UK multiple times. Because many, you wanted many to times, from, yeah. Yeah, uh, you wanted to learn from the best. Yeah, but also think about it like this. It was never spoken about um, in the past generations. It was something that maybe was you know, not even um, people didn't know they had a gift, but they would know things, but they wouldn't speak out for fear of being condemned or ostracized. So it may have come down your family, but it doesn't have to be, you know, you can be the first one because everyone has the power. 
everyone has an intuitive gift. It's just some people don't want to develop it. Some people don't want to believe in it. And, yeah. the, you know, one of the major steps is believing. If you cannot believe in you, no one else will. Yeah, yeah. And often uh, the way I recognise it is that, you know, that feeling in your gut that you get sometimes and sometimes you listen to it and sometimes you don't. And then when you don't and it comes back to bite you, you go, I knew that was like kind of that sign. And they're the things you're saying to journal, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To journal all those things. Even um, my students, when they're using my my decks, the modern oracle decks, they will maybe pull a card for the day, write down their interpretation, and then at the end of the day, review it and see how it went. Or the end of the week, review again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about signs and synchronicities. Like, you know, so... What are some of these things, you know, um, that, you know, we should be picking up on? Well, there's, there's lots of them, and I write about a lot of them in my book, but it can be little things. Uh, the best teacher I had at the college had the same birth date as my natural father. Um, you might find within your family that you will have births and deaths on the same day. My stepdad died on the same day that my nephew was born. Uh, you may find that there'll be little, um, once you learn symbology, they'll talk to you more. See, it's like a language. So the word cheese is spoken as a different word everywhere in the world. So say in France, it's fromage. Here it's cheese, but it's still all cheese. So if I went to France and I couldn't, I didn't know the, the word for cheese and I felt like some, I could draw a picture, but if I drew like a, a piece of cheese, it might look like a piece of pizza or yeah. it might look like something else. But if I saw the cheese, I'd say, oh, that's cheese. And they'd go, no, fromage. So you have to find out what your symbols are. So if I said to you, what does a butterfly mean to you? Um, freedom. It does. And that's my that's my um, answer as well, because I see the butterfly is getting around, doesn't have a mortgage, doesn't have a car payment, doesn't have, you know, anyone driving them crazy. They just look like they got the life flying amongst the flowers. They don't even know they're going to die as far as we know. Yeah. But um, to others, it's transformation because it comes from the cocoon into the butterfly. Yeah. To some, it may be a connection to the spirit world as well. I know my stepdad, when I see butterflies, I know it's him because we set up a symbol. You know, dad, you know, because um, he, he didn't believe until like the last few days. And I said, uh, I want you to show me something, you know, when you pass out and that I know you're all right. And he pointed to a picture and there's a little yellow butterfly on there. And uh, I said, is this your symbol? And he said, yes. And the day he died, um, there, where he worked, he owned a, a motel at that time, the, the people opened the door and there was hundreds of little yellow butter butterflies everywhere. Wow. My daughter, she said she wanted to see a feather. And uh, when my husband took her outside to a water fountain to tell her what had happened, um, a big feather dropped out of the sky and landed on her foot. And she started going really crazy about, Dad, Dad, he's here, he's here. And he's going, who's here? And she said, and she showed him the feather. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was just like astounded that that had happened. So little things like that um, help. Uh, also, you might um, find that, like I had a visit from a white owl. 
uh, after my first visit to the Arthur Finlay College. And the owl is about study and about learning and white's purity. So learning all the different symbols and your language. For me, I would write freedom for, is what the butterfly. So when they show me a butterfly, this is a person wanting freedom. But as I said, for someone else, it could be fragile. I have students that say it's fragile because if you touch their wings, it's, it's not good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So if someone has already started, yeah. what, what, what are some of the next steps? You know, do they come okay, so you educate? You're not just a psychic. You actually educate those that want to develop their intuitive, intuitive gifts. Yeah, I do. Because I've had, I had tutors in the past where they would not let you get past them. They didn't want you to exceed them. They had to always be up the top. That's, you know, I couldn't be more prouder if someone was to exceed me or get past me. And I'm very proud of all the, the um, readers that I've produced. And uh, I've got thousands and thousands and thousands of people using my decks. And so they're learning symbology through the decks as well. But you could go to a teacher who would help to define where your strengths are. I'm mainly clairaudience, so I hear, which comes through as thoughts. I'm a medium, uh, so I can connect. I'm clairsentient, so I will feel when something's not right. I will feel if I don't like someone, I'm just being discerning, not um, you know, making a judgment or anything like that. Uh, clairvoyance, you'll see people write up clairvoyant, that you know, come see clairvoyant, and I'll say, oh, so you can um, see. And they go, see what? And I'll go, well, you're a clairvoyant. Clairvoyant means clear seeing. No, no, I just read the tarot. Oh, okay. So they're not really a clairvoyant, but it's, it's not a big drama. But if you're going to throw that word around, you want to be genuine. You want to know what you're doing. So I take them through to recognize where their gifts are and then how to strengthen them. And then once they get really comfortable with that gift, I then teach them how to develop the other senses and how to work with different tools, how to work with a pendulum, how to find what tool is the best for you, uh, how to work with colour. There's a whole world out there with colour to do with auras and you can do readings with colour, numerology, just different aspects of it that you can develop yourself. But it's about finding your unique powers. Yeah. So you may not, I don't do astrology. You know, I, I suck at that, but I have a cousin who I call the astrology queen who takes people off to walk through labyrinths and getaways and things like that. But um, what I do do, I, I feel I do really, really well at. And so it's learning how to develop that and how to get to the next step, but also helping them to believe in themselves by giving them exercises to show what they can do. And, help, and once you've got that belief and you trust yourself, well, then you will just start progressing. And, and there is, you know, you might skip a few steps or you may not need to do those steps. But also, I didn't know how to ground or protect myself. No one had taught me that. And when I went off to college, I thought, oh, I don't know what level I am. I'll just go to a beginning intermediate course. Yeah. And I got thrown in the intermediate. So I kept hearing, but of course you all know that. And I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> but of course you all know that. 
Oh, I don't. And I didn't want to ask anyone because I'd look silly. Hey, I'm intermediate. I'm in this intermediate class. And so I started, you know, finding out all these things and thinking, well, why is this a secret? Let's get it out there. Let's help people develop the simplest and easiest and quickest way that they can and allow them to develop at their pace, not feel pushed, not feel um, stressed about it at all. And do it in a nurturing way so they can move forward. And, you know, in this book, I not only have the basics, but I have some advanced stuff like communicating with animals uh, and and looking for energy centers. Mm, Yeah, beautiful. I, yeah, I, I love it. I read all of that, you know, all of those things and like how you said, but it, the foundations and the basics are, are key, aren't they? So if someone yeah. wants to get started, don't, don't skip like to intermediate like yourself immediately, you know, learn the basics so that, you know, you can progress easier rather than like getting to a point and then having to track back. Well, I, I talk about it like a pyramid. So the basics are your base blocks if you're building a pyramid. And if you don't do those halfway through, you may fall down and not know why. And when I say fall down, make a mistake. Mm. I teach my students, don't look unless you're asked to. It's not your business. You know, it's like going through someone's underwear drawer and finding things you shouldn't be finding. People don't want to be around you. And I learned that early on. I'd go to a party and someone say, oh, Katie's a psychic, um, psychic medium. And you'd watch and the husbands would be going and they'd be off. If there's any cheating husbands, they clear the deck as soon as someone says I'm a psychic. And it's funny to watch, but I don't out them. I don't say anything. That's not my business to do. Yeah, they're uh, out themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the, another one is you're not on all the time because remember you're working with energy. The energy's yeah. going all the time. It's like leaving a gas stove on all the time and eventually you run out of gas. So yeah. I teach you how to protect your energy, how to uh, look after yourself. Yeah. You know, the things that are normal, that are really abnormal, but they're normal if you're doing this work, you know, how you can be haunted uh, and, and what happens, but not in the scary way. Mm. Uh, you know, where which areas you can go to and which areas you shouldn't even go to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those sorts of things. I love it. So how was it writing your book? Like, you know, you obviously uh, said to me before we jumped on the call, you had all of these overseas travel through the work that you do and that stopped you, so enabled you then to write your book. And we ended up uh, hanging out. I think you were, were you in the November or the August retreat? November, I think. November. You've November, got an amazing right? It's only been eight months since you attended your retreat and you brought the book out early in this, uh, this year, which means... February. Yeah, 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 yeah. You followed all the, the recipe to the T. So how did you find that process and everything? So well, remember. I have to say straight up, I would not still be thinking about doing my book if I hadn't come to you. Uh, I found you guys on a Facebook ad, I think it was, and just followed it out of curiosity. There was the seminar. Um, I booked in for that. And I thought, wow, these people know what they're doing. I wouldn't even know how to do a layout. Um, how could I trust an editor? How do I do my cover? All those things. And the interesting thing was, I think I attended that about September and uh, and then I was booked in for the retreat in November and I didn't know what to do until the retreat. I had books arrive and I was just 
you know, working two careers and thinking, oh, those books, I've got to get to them. And all of a sudden the retreat was there and everyone's talking about unpacking your book. And I thought, what the hell's unpacking? <laughs> I didn't know what it was. And so I thought, oh, look, I'll find this out. I'll just keep going along. And day one, I think I had to put my cover of my book out there and I started freaking out and I thought, this is real. And I still don't know what unpacking is because this is the publishing lingo. And I thought, I've got to get this book done now because people have bought it and it doesn't even exist. And I'd been writing this book for 10 years. And I had 10 years of stories and lessons because every time I went to the Upper Finlay College, I wrote down every lesson I did that day. At the end of the night when everyone's partying, I was writing down all the lessons so I could come back and teach people because to travel 36 hours and take two to three weeks off work is not possible for everyone. And not to, um, you know, mention the expense, the airfares to the UK, uh, the cost of going to college is, an, it's a big cost. It's yeah. a big setback. Big investment. Yeah, big, big investment. And so when I went to look at these stories, they all needed tweaking, rewriting, yeah. starting again. And you guys advise that. Do start again. Yeah. You know, make it fresh. And so here I was rewriting everything and discarding things. And I eventually found out what unpacking was. But the first step was I just started writing down everything I thought should be in the book in a list. Yeah. And then breaking it down. Because when you think of the book, you get overwhelmed. You yeah. think, I've got to produce this book. And where do I start and where do I finish? And what I did was I just fine-tuned all the stories. Then I put them in an order. And then I had a book. But Stuart was amazing. I mean, it's like he taps into your brain and, and just, you know, gets in on that level. And when you think of all the different books, he's got to do it at that level. And yeah. then you're so upbeat. I mean, you're just so positive, make it happen. But the best thing was the support. And I miss the support while I'm doing my second book, but I don't, you know, when I did the retreat and you'd say, now go and write two, two hours, I'm thinking, because I didn't know unpacking, I'm thinking, where do I start? Yeah. I'll go and have some lunch, then I'll come back. And then you come back and say, how many words have you written? And I might've written about half the amount I thought I was going to write. But you just keep going because you guys are so positive and you're so, um, you know, encouraging all the time. And yeah. it's what, the best situation that you can be in. Now doing the second book, I miss you guys. Yeah. I really do. And, you know, the other day I mentioned that to you and you said, look, I can line something up with Stuart for you. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's going to help me. And it's maybe 20 minutes, but that means the world to me. That's a big thing. Uh, but also your whole team is there and taking you through the editing process and making it easier for you. And you personalise the editor for you. You mm. went and found an editor that is interested in my genre. Yeah. You know, so that worked really, really well. I couldn't say, you know, I tell lots of people to come to you guys because I think you did a wonderful job. Okay. And, you know... I started writing the book in November and in February I had it in my hands. I would yeah, never have dreamed to do it that fast. Yeah, yeah, you were so fast and really appreciate. I mean, it was so easy also to work with you when you give someone something to do and then they do it. <laughs> you know, the match, match made in he heaven. So I really oh, appreciate you. that. And I completely agree with what you're saying because I've spoken to quite a few uh, interviews we've been doing through this series 
um, you know, a lot of the authors are writing their second books. And it, I said, it's different, isn't it? And this is what I always say. If you're a first time author, don't muck around. Don't just buy a publishing package because you really haven't walked the path at least once to be able to just kind of hold yourself self-accountable. And I get like, you know, that it's constantly repeated. So different doing book two, book one. There was this, all these timelines and all these accountabilities and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I completely agree. Like, you know, it, it does feel different. Um, well, the most important part is getting your cover out because then you yeah. are accountable. Yeah, so that's part of the strategy, right? Like, I, I realized that when you did it, but it may, did yeah. make me freak out. Yeah, 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 it does. Like some people don't, like I would say 70% of the authors will agree to do it and then the other 30% don't want to and then they watch everyone else do it and then we get nearly 90 to 95% then take up of the ones that kind of see what's going on and then they kind of jump on and do the pre-launch. So it's very rare that like only one in or two people per retreat would, would not take part into it. All right, so tell us where can people get the cards and the um, uh, books, where, where can can they go grab a copy? They can grab a copy at my website. And if you have a look, uh, it it's written down the bottom. Yes. Yes. www.katy, which is K-A-T-Y hyphen K.com. And you yes. can get those there. Amazon have my ebook. And uh, it was exciting to, to um, get that. That little medallion here, the, this little medal, the gold you know, number one bestseller, and it really does help your profile uh, having that. And uh, and I remember while I was doing the book, also, do you remember I got number two in the world for this deck? Yeah, and yeah, it's an international competition, and I'm going. How did this happen? So I was trying to write the book and yep. tell people, hey, you know, if you've got my deck, please tell them what you think or vote for me and. So yeah, but www.katie-k.com. Excellent. So that's K-A-T-Y-or whatever you want to call it. Yes. I call it dash and then k.com. Simple as that. Nice and short, right, you guys? I love it. So last thing I want to do is let's pull a card out of the deck. So what should I do, Katie? Just shuffle them? Well, you need to put your intention into what you want. Is the card for you? Is the card for everyone? Is the card for what they should know today? um okay hang on. so what i do is i tap the energy okay. in so yeah it's, okay the cards for everyone that's in lockdown and around australia at the moment okay, okay. all right and i'm pulling one out right. yes what is it oh no <laughs> no that's a beautiful card because that is describing how people are feeling, feeling. everyone's <laughs> frustrated that's the card of frustration so in case you didn't see it guys it says anger dismay upset yeah they're upset about it they don't want it they're protesting that is how it is but if you were to say what you know um what do i what can I do about it? And you could pull a different card as well. You said what okay. do I need to what know. Now, do look, about it? That's so they can see it, really? Yeah. Pulling yeah. her hair out. She's got steam coming out of it. I know. Okay. What can I do about it? What can I do about it? All right, here what, we go. What's my best options? What should I be thinking of okay. doing? Okay, what's my best options? What should I be thinking? All right, here we go. Oh, 
success, recognition, rewards, moving forward. Boom. Yes, moving forward, create, yeah. making yourself a success, um, oh, looking wow. for the rewards out of being in lockdown. Mine was writing my book. Yeah. It's about yeah. moving forward, move, looking for promotion if there is one, finding ways to move forward now that your reality is different. Yeah, I love it. I love it. They do work. I swear to God, there's been like days. Um, I remember uh, it's just I've pulled out many of those cards on various days when awesome things are happening and different energy vibes and then other crappy stuff. And I go, how did they know? And like, you know, it's just so accurate how they come out. I just pulled one from my other deck, the yeah. essential oil deck. Yep. And uh, this deck has the message already on there. Right. And so the message that came out, it's it's myrrh, so you could work with the essential oil myrrh if you wanted to. It talks about trusted, nurtured and safe. We all want to be safe during this pandemic. The message is go where you feel safe and secure. Now is not a time to be taking risks. Not like that guy that travelled up to Brisbane and spread it. Do you do what you know and feel comfortable doing? Your affirmation is, I am always safe and secure. I am loved. I'm always safe and secure. I am loved. I believe in affirmations. And by saying them, they're very, very positive. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the number, the numerology number down the bottom is eight. Because mm -hmm. you've got a three and a five, so you add them together, and that is eight. And I did a little book with that one that's got all the the pictures and, and about the oils. And when you go to page 14, you'll see that eight means power, money, expanding, abundance, controlling. But the law of attraction meaning is a sign of success. So your card you pulled out was the success card. Mm. Mm. And now this is a sign of success. So this is about being safe, feeling nurtured, and uh, doing what you feel comfortable doing, but don't take any risks right now. Yeah, there you go. Well, guys, here we go. Let's get on with it. It's Monday, start of the week, as I say. Um, and um, Katie, it's been wonderful chatting to you. I always enjoy our interactions and I wish you every success with the Modern Oracle. Um, that's the book right behind her head um, and the, the, the decks of cards to the size. There it is in her hands. Amazon number one bestseller. I've read it. I recommend it. I can recommend the cards. Um, you know, my ones that are not the oil ones that I enjoy using, but I know they're both really cool. Um, so go visit her website, katie-k.com. And um, thanks once again. I really appreciate it. Um, keep you, doing all of these wonderful things that you are. And we will reconvene when you get your book to in your hands and do another interview. That would be lovely. That would Amazing. be really lovely. Yeah. And guys, remember, smash it up. Bye. Smash it up. <laughs>